0: Alright, we are back with another podcast. Today I want to talk to you about weak glutes and a weak core. Jeez, those are some buzzwords, aren't they? But they strike fear into the heart of the injured human I guarantee you will have heard someone that will have told you that you've got a weak core or you've got weak abs or they've got a weak core or they've got weak abs or even better they might have gluteal amnesia which suggests that their glutes have forgotten to work come on people firstly your glutes are a set of muscles they can't remember or forget anything But let's just think about this for a second. If you can stand and walk, your glutes are perfectly adequate, thanks very much, and they can work. If you can hold yourself upright, your core or your abs are perfectly adequate, thanks very much. They can do the job they're supposed to, keep your spine in line and upright and engaged. And when I say in line, I mean for whatever works for you. That's the job of your core. And so if you can stand up and do the day-to-day things that you want to do, your core is absolutely fine. Now what we might have is a bit of a sequencing issue. And what I mean by that is that your body, uh, when it moves, is designed to move from what we call core to extremity. So for example, if you want to Lift some weight overhead. You ideally engage the musculature around your core and then engage the musculature around your chest and then the musculature around your upper arm, musculature around your lower arms and finally your wrist and your hand. And you can see what happens is that those muscles that I've talked about go from your core, your midline to your extremity along a kinetic chain. And so that core to extremity thing might happen in a millionth of a second, but for things to work as we want them to work, it's got to happen. It starts at your core and moves out to the extremity. And you wouldn't notice that as ha- that's happening, to be honest. That's just, that's just generally how we move, and when we're uninjured, um that generally is the way things are now occasionally what can happen is that we can have a change in sequencing and so what could potentially happen is that or really common thing is that when we are doing any sort of pulling movement with our arms we should move with our midline first and then our shoulder blade muscles and then our biceps and then our forearm musculature but what quite often happens mainly because we know how to flex our biceps and we generally if we're going to struggle we're going to struggle how to flex the muscles that control our shoulder blades we tend to pull with our biceps first and so if our If we're pulling with our biceps first, what happens is that we're doing an awful lot of work through a shoulder that hasn't been stabilized by the shoulder blade muscles. And so the biceps, the biceps tendon, the cuff musculature, the labrum of the shoulder, the connective tissue in and around the shoulder, all gets put under an awful lot of stress. Not only because you're swinging your body weight around one shoulder, or your shoulder, but also... You're pulling using that biceps tendon, and that biceps tendon is again pulling on what we would classify as slightly unstable shoulder, if that shoulder hasn't been packed by the shoulder blade muscles. And so when someone says, oh, you've got whatever it is, weak glutes or weak core or weak midline, in fact, what they should be saying is that we just need to reteach you how to sequence your movement and it becomes then what we call brain training, all right? And it's real simple. What you're looking at is, can I engage my core muscles? If I can't, let's work on that. Because if you can't engage your core muscles the way we want you to engage them at will, then the muscles around your shoulder blade, which we want to work next, have got nothing to hang on to, They've got nothing to brace against. So can we engage the core muscles? And yes, you can engage them because you're standing up and you're standing around, but can you engage them for that specific task? Could you do it at will? And I'll contend that what actually goes on is if I ask you to flex your six-pack six muscles, these muscles that we see all over the place on all the hot people or in the magazines or the skinny people or whatever, we would know inherently how to do that because we've been taught that those muscles are the important core muscles. But actually can you engage the muscles in and around your spine that stabilize your spine and give your more distal muscles something to cling onto, something to uh, contract against. So if I was to ask you, can you engage your oblique muscles without moving? Can you do that? All right, can you engage your six-pack muscles without moving, can you do that? I know which one, if you haven't practiced, you're more likely to do. Unfortunately, those six-pack muscles, they're not great for getting the shoulder blade muscles to engage against. So first things first, let's get the brain talking to the right muscles of the midline and start thinking about that. And it's real simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. It's blunt force trauma. And what I mean by blunt force trauma is you practice and you practice and you practice and you practice at a level that works for you. So if we go back to the last podcast about strength training, this is just strength training, all right? But it might be at a very low level. I might need to get you to do it lying on the bed and practicing using some breath work. But you practice and you practice and you practice and you get really frustrated because it should be really simple, right? But it's not. If you haven't had the thought process around it, it's not simple. So please if someone tells you that you need to work on your core muscles and they expect it to happen in five minutes give it time all right you must give it time and it's probably the most frustrating part is this midline musculature because we're so used to kicking in our um, six-pack muscles or our lumbar extensors which everyone can see that we can't work on the slightly deeper musculature right? so once we've done that We need to work on the slightly more distal muscles, maybe the shoulder blade musculature. Well can you pull with your shoulder blades, alright? If you can't, can you do it when you're slightly deloaded? Can you do it when you've got no load? So we need to practice that. And then once your shoulder is nice and packed and your midline is nice and packed, then let's pull on the biceps. Yeah, the biceps are now in a safe position to do their work. Same thing goes for the lower body as well, all right? You don't have gluteal amnesia, you don't have weak glutes, It's just potentially that. We know how to contract the hamstrings, we know how to contract the quads because we see hamstrings working, we see quads working all the way around, all the day around us, but we don't really see those glutes doing their job, all right? And we don't feel what the glutes should feel like when they're contracting, all right? And we need to be able to feel that to then be able to engage them at the right time in the right sequence. So, next time someone suggests to you that you've got weak glutes, or you've got weak abs, or you've got weak core, ask them about it, and say, what actually does that mean? And how can I work to get that better? And if they give you sit-ups, find someone else. Don't even try and argue with them, all right? You're smarter than them, okay? You do not have a weak core. You do not have weak abs. You do not have weak glutes or gluteal amnesia. What you have is sequencing problems. And that can be fixed with brain training. Just bear that in mind next time someone's desperate to tell you all that sort of stuff. Because it's easy, right? And if you're a health professional listening to this and you tell someone you've got weak glutes, stop it. Learn a bit more. Apparently, that was a bit of a run. I don't know why. I see people for 20 years who, for 20 years, have believed that they can't do something because they've got a weak this or they've got a weak that. Sorry, but if you've been seeing someone for 20 years and they haven't fixed your weak loose or your weak core or you haven't fixed it, then how's that working out for you? Apparently, it makes me a bit mad. Anyway, on a lighter note, you can change this, you can make changes. It's simple. It's not easy. All right, gang. Great to chat once again. I'm nearly at work, so I will sign off and catch up with you on the next podcast. Until I do, have a great day.